Just a reminder, our podcast deals with crimes that are often violent and graphic in nature, so listener discretion is advised. So when in doubt, leave the kids out. Now, please let us take you back in time. Hey there, old time crime gal listeners. This is Melissa. I am here solo again this week. I want to apologize for last week. There's a lot going on in um, my life and podcasting, you know, doesn't quite pay my bills so far. Um, Please share. So um, I had to take last week off. I didn't intend for it to happen, but I did. Um, and it's been crazy, and but I'm very grateful that you guys have are there to listen, to hear us tell these stories. And last week, we left off covering Gabby Petito, and if you haven't heard of that, um, that case, um, you're living under a rock, but it's out there. It's one of the most popular stories going on. Um, a follow-up, you know, episode may be needed because... You know, it's still ongoing. Now there's a manhunt for this person of interest, and he has a warrant out for him. So Dog Bounty Hunter and In Pursuit with John Walsh, you know, they're all, everyone is looking for this guy. And, you know, eventually he'll be found. He's been on the run for over a month now. And, you know, when that comes to a head and there's justice for Gabby, we may do a follow-up on the second half of everything. But still, new information is coming out every day, daily, Um, because of this 24-hour news cycle that we live in, um, which sometimes can be exhausting. But um, I did mention last week, you know, there are, two weeks ago, there are stories that we just didn't hear about, because all we heard was Gabby, Gabby, Gabby. And, you know, there's people like Lauren Cho. Who is Lauren Cho? I bet you haven't heard of her. Um, She's actually been missing since June in kind of a similar situation. She's from Fleming, New Jersey, she decided to go cross-country with her boyfriend at the time, Corey, to move to California to, um, you know, pursue her dreams of being a chef. She was an artist, and she went missing. And now her ex-boyfriend, Corey, was the last person to see her. And um, there's a lot we don't know. Um, her story is not as reported on as Gabby's, um, which is sad because... It should be reported on, but in her case, I just don't think there was that much of a, uh, you know, Gabby had a social media following. She had a lot of raw footage, like the trip was unfolding, you know, online in real time and, um, you know, what happened there. But so Lauren, she's 30 years old and she's from Fleming, New Jersey. So she moved to California. She was staying at an, like a compound Airbnb with, with these other artisty types. It was kind of like a, they all chip in and stay kind of thing and um, do your thing. She was actually um, renovating an old school bus to be a food truck because she was a chef. And so, you know, she was trying to live her dream, which there's nothing wrong with that. Um, we don't know what happened other than the last person to see her alive before she went missing was her ex-boyfriend, Corey. He said on June 28th, around 5 p.m., Lauren just walked out the door of the compound without a phone, without water, without any personal belongings, you know, into the street, onto the trail, and just never came back. And she seemed upset about something. Um, she took off on the Ben Mar Trail in Yucca Valley, and 
just that was it. That was the last time anybody saw her. So there was a call that went out to the local sheriff's department at 513 that evening that stated she may have been, and this is quote, under mental duress, distress, unquote. So she was upset about something and she stormed out. Who has not done that? I have done that. I mean, I know people have done that when arguments with me, storm out the door. It's just a natural response sometimes when you just want to get away from the situation to de-escalate, to calm down, to cool off. Um, but she never came back. So what happened after she walked out of that door, we just don't know. Um, but what we do know is that the search warrant for the resort that she was staying at, it happened 30 three days after she was missing that's an entire month had gone by now we and i mean we as us and our listeners because you know the true crime people you know what can happen to evidence in you know just after a couple of days after a couple of hours how easy it is to compromise to manipulate or to even have evidence disappear and 33 days just seems like an awful long time. And I don't know if anything was recovered. I don't know if they found anything. don't know if they collected anything to be tested later. Um, there's not much to um, dig up when you look into her case without being directly involved. I do know there were some helicopters and drones and search teams out that they have looked over the Yucca Valley in the area of where her resort was, but see, Lauren Cho is still missing. So someone knows something, and they need to come forward. Now, her family has not said anything publicly about the um, the fact that why her case has gained traction, of course, because of Gabby's, um, but they have started a Facebook page, and it's called um, Missing, you know, missing person, Lauren Elcho, and it started by the family, so we will link up to that. And, you know, she was in the um, Yucca Valley, the Morongo Valley area, last seen on June 28th. She's 30 years old. She's five foot three, and she was last seen wearing jean shorts and a yellow top. So if you have seen her, please contact dispatch at 760-956-5001. Or you can contact Detective Abels, and he is 760-366-4175. And it's just sad, because um, I did not know of this case until, you know, everything had happened with Gabby, and then it brought to light all the people that haven't been in the spotlight. And, you know, and women go missing every single day. This is nothing new. They always have. They always will. Unfortunately, we just have monsters in this world, but it's fair to say that they need the um proper coverage and gusto when searching you know for them as well as anyone else and in, then in gabby's case um now laura does have some very distinctive tattoos um that are unique they're not just the generic butterfly or you know tribals whatever um, there's like one with a mushroom with a snail, this little baby lamb. Um, so there's pictures on this Facebook page that can help. And we just want to find her, find out what happened to her. If anybody knows anything, we just wanted to bring a spotlight on that story. I know this one was very short. There is not a lot to go on. Um, you know, she didn't document her trip like, like, um, Gabby had. 
and it's possible, like I said, we'll do a follow-up with Gabby, but hopefully next week we'll be back on track on our brand, which is old-time crime. I have a few stories lined up that are really good that I want to talk about with Shannon once she comes back and everything is kind of settled in in our world, at least, because we know that things are crazy right now. And I just want to say thanks to everyone who has listened so far, who has continued to listen. We are over a 1,000 uh, plays now, so we are some gaining some traction. Um, feel free to email us, oldtimecrimegals at gmail.com. Um, be sure to share, tell your friends, help them listen. We love new listeners. Um, we're thinking about doing um, some special stuff coming up on our one-year anniversary of being podcasters, and that's exciting. So stay tuned for that. And just remember, if you do the crime, it'll catch up with you in time, and then we'll talk about it. So until next week.